And you have now tuned in to this WKNC Local Beat mini exclusive. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid, host of the Local Beat. Joining me in studio today, I have Jason Kuchma and Rob Kogler. We're here to talk about the Deliver Me From Nowhere, a tribute concert to Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska album that's going to be played this Friday evening, April 16th at the North Carolina School of Science and Math ETC Auditorium. It's $10 and it begins at 9 30 before that there'll be an airing of terrence malick's 1973 film badlands and that showing is free welcome to this local beat mini exclusive thanks for coming in yeah thank you very much for having us all right so rob you were sort of the brain the mastermind behind this concert i was wondering if you could go into a little bit more detail with me about how you got the idea for this concert and then where it all began i think it's an idea i just had been carrying around for a while that I like this record a lot, and it it seemed to lend itself to this kind of treatment, fleshing it out with a with a group of musicians and trying to realize the songs in a way that's that was different than the album and fuller than the album, but at the same time preserved kind of the the uh, sort of intimate and haunted quality of the of the originals. So, what sort of grabbed your attention? Why have you always like this album and why did you choose nebraska over another album well i chose nebraska over anything else because i mean there'd kind of be no point to probably doing born to run because that's a full band thing and it's you know it's perfect but nebraska as it was originally conceived and recorded the versions that are on the album are just uh sketches that were intended for the full e street band to fill out and they actually did they went into the studio filled them out and they listened back to him, and they just decided the demos were far better than the band version. So then they released the demos. So there actually is a full band version that's probably never going to come out because they like the demos record better. But that record of his lends itself more to something like this, I think, than anything else. So well, I have to ask you, uh, the, sort of the themes, the main themes of Nebraska, as far as the lyrics and the content of the stories and songs, are really almost violent in nature. Uh, There's a lot of blue-collar characters and ordinary folk, but there's a lot of crime and violence in the songs. Yet you're playing it at the North Carolina School of Science and Math. So isn't that a little bit ironic, don't you think? I'm a little worried about that. (laughs) But uh, I think, um, I don't think, I don't think he glorifies, you know, the violence in the, you know, just when things go awry on the record with the characters, and they do often, I don't think he glorifies any of that. He he's usually pretty sympathetic. Right. He doesn't apologize for the characters, but he he often gives a point of view, often their point of view. You know, someone who does a crime or commits a murder or something, and so in that way, it's like a really good novel or poetry or something. And there's plenty of that that's taught at the school. So right, yeah. Well, Jason, I got to ask you, uh, how did you get involved with this, and and uh, why are you playing? This show. It was after a Troika of this year. Uh, Rob came up to me and asked what we were, I was going to be doing for the next couple of months uh, and if I'd be interested in this. And I said, absolutely. It's probably in my top 10 albums of all time. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think it almost definitely is. And I, I was glad that, you know, that, that he wanted to do something like this. I don't, you know, to me, after I started thinking about my involvement, that I thought about how this album should be celebrated more now because a lot of the um, circumstances that were going on with the country going into this album 
in the late seventies and the early eighties are, are kind of repeating themselves today. And it's not something I you know, consciously thought of, of, of at the time, but it's like I was reading that. Uh, did you ever read John Updike's Rabbit Run? Yeah. Did you ever read that? Well, it's, you know, every, he wrote these novels, Rabbit Run, and then he wrote that about the 50s. He wrote it in the 60s, mm-hmm. and then he came up with this, the sequel. He wrote it about the 60s and the 70s. And right. when I got to the one that was talking about the late 70s, a lot of, it, it was, you know, the guy could have been writing about, about today. There were these, you know, the gas crisis and fuel crisis, and there was, mm-hmm problems in the Middle East and, you know, all this un- unrest at home, all this kind of kooky violence was popping up everywhere. And I think a lot of that started is, is kind of reflect, you know, starting to happen again, or was happening at least during the, during, during the Bush years. So I think, you know, playing the album now is, is, is as relevant as, as ever in, in my mind, but it's always a nice thing to, to revisit great albums. So we do want to mention that there are other musicians that will be playing at this show. There'll be musicians from Red Collar, Midtown Dickens, Rosewood Bluff, Mount Mariah, and Cow. Jason, I was wondering, what is sort of the lineup going to be? Are you all going to play together? I know that this album was recorded. It was just Bruce Springsteen when it was finally released. Will you all be taking turns performing the songs or performing all together? We, we Rob and I started working on this in, uh, I guess, we had a couple of practices in December. Yeah. And uh, we were working, one, but the holidays got crazy, so it was once a week or once every two weeks. And then we started once a week in January. And the hardest part about it was the um, the orchestration and um, who would be playing where and, and what kind of instruments Rob was envisioning for, for what, what, whatever particular type of song. And so it took us a really long time to actually get the orchestration done, meaning do we want a slide player here? Do we want a, you know, a regular guitar player? Do we want a guitar solo? Do we want a mandolin solo? How about an accordion? And all that was, was, was in, in consideration. What is infinitely fascinating to me is this show on Friday will be the first time that everybody is in the same room together. We've only been practicing in oh, pieces. Wow. So it was Rob and I in the beginning, and then we we would add Nathan, the pedal steel player, and but he wouldn't be able to make every practice. And the times that he would make it, then Casey, the ba- who's playing bass, would be there. And we kind of had to imagine, you know, the 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 guitars going on, or or sometimes I would play the bass lines on my guitar because Casey couldn't make it. And there, you know, there's a lot of people. I think a total of eight. So there's you know eight people who. This is not your regular project, you know. It's it's <laughs> tough enough whenever you have a band getting everybody together on a weekly basis, but this is not everybody's main focus and everybody is in other bands and, and they have of course those get priority. So I'm really excited to see it come together. It's one of those it's one of those good anxieties, you know what I mean? You're just excited about about what it's gonna what it's gonna finally come at. And we had a, a practice last night that was at at the school. It was it was great. It's I'm 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 really encouraged by it. So will the entire album be performed or just bits and pieces? Uh, and what order will the songs be played? It will be played in its entirety from uh, the first in order. The songs will be in order. Yeah. And uh, it had a natural, I don't know if we consciously decided this, but when we were, I think that our orchestration does like lends itself to be playing. It doesn't seem like during, during the album, the way that we've arranged it, it seems like it speeds up at the right time, you know, like just whenever you need a song to kind of pick up it, you know, we had our arrangement kind of happened to, to be that way, even though I don't think that that was necessarily conscious at the time. Well, let's go ahead and play a song here. Uh, Jason, I believe you're going to play mansion on the hill. 
Yeah, this is Mansion on the Hill, and and this kind of gives you an idea of what we were trying to do. It's not we're not reproducing the album. If if that were the case, it would just be you know me with the guitar. But what we did with this particular song is there's a Hank Williams song called Mansion on the Hill as well, and that Hank Williams Springsteen was just starting to listen to a lot of Hank Williams, a lot of country earlier country country uh, singers and Hank Williams was one of the people who influenced his his work on this album his songwriting style and so we did Springsteen's Mansion on the Hill in the style of Hank Williams Mansion mm-hmm. on the Hill so you're not staying true to to the form of the album you're sort of branching off and kind of making it your own a little bit yeah i mean the idea wasn't to to be like a like a Bruce Springsteen cover band or try and recreate the experience of the album you know we weren't like a tribute band per se the idea was to take these songs as like a starting place as they appear on the record and then take them somewhere else with these arrangements and make them make them different enough that that real fans of the record would get to hear these songs in a new light and hopefully you know appreciate them hearing them a different way the record's been out a long time now and i think the you know the original versions are kind of locked in people's heads so i think it could be kind of fun and interesting to hear them you know reinterpreted in a different way for sure well let's go ahead jason and play mansion on the hill once more you're listening to this local beat mini exclusive i'm joined here by jason kuchma and rob kogler for the deliver me from nowhere a tribute concert to bruce springsteen's nebraska album it's going on this friday evening april 16th at the north carolina school of science and math in the etc auditorium Rising above the factories and the fields Now ever since I was a child, sir I can remember that mansion on the hill In the day you can see the children play On the road that leads to gates of steel Gates that completely surround her That mansion Oh, 
That song right there is Mansion on the Hills, performed by Jason Kuchma on this local beat, Mini Exclusive. We're here to talk about the Deliver Me From Nowhere, a tribute concert to Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska album. It's being performed this Friday, April 16th at the North Carolina School of Science and Math at the ETC Auditorium. It is $10 to get in, and the show starts at 930 we also want to mention that at 7.30, Terrence Malick's 1973 film, Badlands, will be shown in its entirety, and that film is free to view. We also want to point out, and probably the most important part about this show, is that all proceeds are going to benefit the Coalition to Unchained Dogs, as well as the Southern Coalition for Social Justice. Rob, I was wondering if you could talk to me a little bit about those two charities. The Coalition to Unchained Dogs is a, is a nonprofit that I started volunteering with just a little while back. And I got the idea for this project and started with them about the same time. And I thought, well, that'd be a good way to funnel the proceeds from this project into a good cause. Um, and if we luck out and have a good turnout, then it'll be great. Basically what they do, the Coalition Unchained Dogs, there's legislation that's passed in, um, I think it's Durham, Orange. I'm, I'm not sure the other counties, a couple other counties, but it's kind of the triangle area now. You're not you're legally not allowed to just chain up and leave a dog in your backyard. And so what the coalition does is find dogs that are chained and and talk to their owners. And, and if things work out, they build a fence for the owner free of charge. They get donated materials and donated labor. And that way the dog can be off a chain and just have a little fenced in yard. Which is how dogs should be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They've, they've, I mean, there's studies that it's a lot healthier. Animals go crazy if they're, if they're tethered. So, yeah. And what about the Southern Coalition for Social Justice? I, I don't believe that I've ever heard of that before. Uh, so the second, I have a friend, uh, Nico Harlan, uh, who is, has been, he has a, had a brain tumor. He's been dealing with it for about eight years. And whenever you do benefit shows for people, you have to have uh, an umbrella that it will fall under. And a lot of people go through their church or, you know, the Red Cross or, or something like that just so that everything is okay with the tax man, you know, whenever you, whenever you make these don donations or, or have benefit shows as opposed to just giving them, giving them a lump of cash. And, um, and so what, what they do is they, they're an umbrella organization that allows us to, you know, to go through them, to get, to get money to Nico. Nico hasn't been able to, to work. He's had seizures. He just got done with, um, with a successful surgery at UCLA, but of course, to you know, to fly out there to get his family out there, and he's he's unable to work, you know, to have this happen. His his bills have gone up considerably, and um, you know, it's just it's something small that that I was able to do, but uh, but it, but it's something. So, the Southern Coalition for Social Justice basically it's a it's a group of lawyers and um, community activists and media specialists that work with communities and individuals on issues of social justice uh, on a local basis. So people can't afford a lawyer or to hire somebody to, you know, to write a PSA or something They can work with the coalition for this. So. Not only can you hear some great Bruce Springsteen songs from the album Nebraska, but it's also for good cause. Once more, those charities are the coalition to unchained dogs, as well as the Southern coalition for social justice. Also, we talked about this earlier, but there will be a showing of Terrence Malick's 1973 film Badlands, which is sort of based off of the same theme as the album Nebraska, as uh, the Charles Starkweather, I believe, is sort of the, the real-life character who these two different uh, medias are based off of. He was a serial killer and back in the 50s, I believe. 
Uh, how did you choose to sort of combine the two together? Well, I knew there was a connection, I guess, in a couple of ways. I, I think, as I understand it, the film is an influence on Springsteen, and indeed he has an, a song called uh, Badlands. And both the film, uh, the film Badlands, as you said, follows the story of uh, Charles Starkweather and his girlfriend, Carol Ann Fugate, who committed a series of murders in the late 50s on kind of a cross-country killing spree. And so the movie deals with that, and the song Nebraska from the album Nebraska also deals with the exact same subject. And what's interesting is the movie tells a story from the woman's point of view, um, and the woman in the movie is Sissy Spacek, and then Springsteen's version tells the story from uh, the male, Charles Starkweather's point of view. So definitely two different ways to take a look at that surrounding story. I, I have to ask... There is a book out there called Deliver Me From Nowhere. It's by Tennessee Jones. I believe it was put out about four or five years ago. Is the title of this concert based off of that book, which was inspired by the Nebraska album? It was not, actually. Um, that Those words, Deliver Me From Nowhere, appear twice on the album, actually, in the lyrics to two different songs. And so when I was, I was looking through the lyric sheet to try and pull out some phrases to kind of title this event, and that one popped up twice, and I thought that was interesting. And I did a search, and I pulled up that same book you're talking about, but mm -hmm. it's it wasn't based on the book. Well, once more, I'm here talking with Jason Kuchma and Rob Kogler. We're chatting about the Deliver Me From Nowhere a tribute concert to Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska album. It's going on once more at the North Carolina School of Science and Math, the ETC Auditorium, this Friday, April 16th. The doors open at 7.15. The movie is at 7.30. Um, it'll be a short intermission, and then the actual concert is 9.30. And yeah, the movie is free and the uh, concert is um, 10 bucks. and you can actually get tickets online at brownpapertickets.com. Just search for the event on there. Online, they're eight ninety nine. A buck surcharge makes them nine ninety nine. It's just uh, particulars with this site that I had to do it like that. We also want to mention that there'll be several other musicians. They'll be playing along with Rob and Jason. They'll be musicians from Midtown Dickens, Rosewood Bluff, Mount Mariah, Cow, and Red Collar. Rob, Jason, could you tell me who else will be involved in playing alongside you guys? There's uh, Casey Toll is uh, doing, uh, handling the bass duties for us. Upright bass, yes. Um, Nathan Golub is uh, playing both the pedal steel and uh, just regular uh, lead guitar. Will uh, Hackney is playing mandolin and accordion. And uh, I actually think he's, he's singing a little bit too. Oh, uh, Heather McIntyre um, from Bella Fay is going to be singing uh, State Trooper. Jim Haverkamp is on a harmonium, which is a poor man's organ, I found out uh, from, from Eki. Eki Hines is uh, is handling violin. Was he provide violin or fiddle? I don't know. Is it fiddle? It's fiddle. Is it fiddle in this case? I guess in this case it's considered a fiddle. If he was an orchestra, it's a violin. Is that true? I don't know. What, what, what is the differences it? between violin and I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, we're opening up the phone lines right now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, is that really what it is? Just whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's everyone. So it's sort of a local music super group of sorts just I'm, for this one concert. You know, I would really love if, you know, maybe once a year to do this and just to keep on bringing other people involved, you know, different people involved. The hard part was the orchestration. So now that that's kind of done, you have a lot more freedom to, to bring other people in to, to do 
you know, play their theremins or whatever they want to do with it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into the last song that you're going to play here, Jason. Uh, this is Johnny 99. Right there was the song Johnny 99. It's by Bruce Springsteen off of his 1982 Nebraska album performed here by Jason Kuchma on this local beat mini exclusive. We're here to talk about the Deliver Me From Nowhere, a tribute concert to Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. It's going down this Friday, April 16th at the North Carolina School of Science and Math at the ETC Auditorium. That's in Durham. The address is 1219 Broad Street, Durham, North Carolina. It's $10 for the music. There will be a show Two hours before the music starts at 9.30. At 7.30, Terrence Malick's 1973 film, Badlands, will be shown for free. We want to mention that all proceeds from this benefit are going to Coalition to Unchained Dogs, as well as the Southern Coalition for Social Justice. Different musicians from Red Collar, Midtown Dickens, Rosewood Bluff, Mount Moriah, and Cow will all be coming together and collaborating on this concert. Jason, Rob, I want to thank you so much for coming in here today to talk about this and chat with me. And I hope to see you out there on Friday. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Please come. Yeah. All right. And once more, this has been a Local Beat mini exclusive. We'll see you next week.